Welcome to Lacrosse Talk PM on WIZM News Talk 1410 AM 92.3 FM. I'm Ken Cooper with you on this Thursday. Rick is in the studio with me, and I think, Rick, you did you sit in for me last week, right? Yeah. There was a day I know I didn't show up for something I was supposed to be at, and I think it was this. Yeah, I brought uh, Keith Knudsen in. We talked about the uh, wonderful things that Trump said that day, or that night before. Oh, okay. Um, so, so something very different from what we normally normally get to hear. Trump saying something stupid. Um <laughs> But we're going to try to avoid politics today. I think I think it's going to be possible. I think we're going to avoid politics, if at all, if at all possible. We're going to talk about a couple of big birthdays, and we're going to talk about Willie Nelson uh, and proving that he is just continues to be possibly the coolest human being. Are you a Willie Nelson fan, Rick? Uh, his music. Uh, he's in that new Dukes of Hazard movie. So, <laughs> I think he's... I There's think a he's, new Dukes of Hazzard well, movie? Well, it's, it's old, but it's a new, well, yeah, okay, you know, okay. new version. I think he... Isn't he the dad in the movie? Isn't he... Or Uncle... What is he... What is it, Uncle... So, this is what's disappointing <laughs> about the that. world we live in. I mention the name Willie Nelson, and the first thing you come up with is that he's in the Dukes of Hazard movie. You realize how awful that is, right? Yeah, I was literally just trying to... Did the Jessica Simpson do the hazard? I know, I know the movie. I I think I may have watched 15 yeah. minutes of it or so. Um, but I don't know if, I don't know if Willie Nelson is... Burt Reynolds is boss hog. He's got a, You've heard of Burt Reynolds, right? He's in that Dukes of Hazard movie as well. Yes, he is. <laughs> Uncle yes, Jesse. He's Uncle Jesse. And uh, so we'll talk about some so other things. things. Yeah, Willie oh. sings. He writes a song. I just thought he acted and smoked weed. Yeah, no, no. He's uh, well. He's doing a lot of the, the latter. Of the latter, <laughs> yes. So we'll actually talk a little bit about that, and we'll talk uh, about his latest album that's coming out. We're going to talk about some birthdays. We're going to talk about a day when we uh, today to celebrate some of the hardest working people that you don't really think about as working hard. So we'll we'll talk about that, and I'll explain a little bit more as the day and the show go on. If you want to join in the conversation, by all means, 785-7914. Better Hearing Center. The Better Hearing Center, talk and text line, 785-7914. And we'd love to hear what you have to say about all the things that we have to say. And we'll get into all of that coming up in just a couple of minutes on Lacrosse Talk PM, WIZM, News Talk 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. How would you like to be the bartender that took that order? It is National Bartender Day today, and I have a special place in my heart and in my liver for bartenders. Uh, I've had some really great experiences thanks to bartenders. I've had some uh, awful experiences, and I think it was that was more thanks to myself. I can't blame the bartenders for the <laughs> the awful experiences, but I do think... They are one of those groups of people that works a lot harder than we think they do. And I, I've never been a bartender. I don't think I ever want to be a bartender. 
Um, that's why I brought in an expert. Uh, this is Decker from 95.7 The Rock. Hello. Who is right now a, a professional disc jockey. <laughs> but at one time, you had the job that everybody should have at least once in their life. They were a bartender. You were a bartender. I was, yeah. I was a bartender at a golf course in uh, the ritzy side of uh, North Cities, I guess you could say, of Minneapolis okay. area. Were you the kind of mixologist sort of a bartender? No, or? no. I was, uh, like, the, the bar that I was working at was... When I got the job, I was told it's mostly just beer and uh, liquor and mixer, and that was about it. And uh, towards the end, I was doing a little bit of the fancy stuff because people were asking for it, but I was never uh, like way up with the bottle. Yeah, the Tom Cruise and the movie cocktail. Okay, what could you what could you mix? What was your best drink to mix? What was your? Did you have a specialty? Uh, I was really good at pouring beer. (laughs) <laughs> that was my special. Well, I think that's a good skill to have. Yeah. That is a very good skill to have. So was I right or wrong when I said that I think bartenders work a lot harder than we think? I That is 100% true. Uh, that was my, my first bartender gig. I had like, served and waited on tables for a while, uh, so I understood a little bit of the service industry. But like behind the bar, uh, you never realize like you're constantly stocking, filling, getting ready for the next rush that you're going to get. And, uh, yeah, you're constantly working. It's, it was a very eye-opening for me when I got in there. I always wonder what it's like for the bartender from their perspective when there's a whole bar full of people and I and 27 other people are leaning over the people at the bar, waving our hands, please just see me to make me a drink. Right, yeah. What do you think when that happens? Uh, well, when, when you're a bartender and you see a rush, you try to, at least for me, I tried to do it in an order. I'd go around a horseshoe. That's what we had. So I'd start here, then I'd move right to left, and then I'd go back the other way, and that's how I'd, I'd give people drinks. So uh, for me, uh, seeing people, like, leaning over and doing that, I was like, I'll get to you, I'll get to you, and, but, like, that's as much as you can do. And let's face it, drunk people can be jerks. <laughs> yes, they can. Some sober people can be jerks, I suppose, too. Yeah, and uh, working at a golf course, you run into uh, uh, quite a few of that. I think it was, uh, like, I'm not saying anything about if you go to a golf course, that's cool. Um, I just happen to have a couple of uh, unique experiences with people. Um, I had a guy who uh, who came into the... Uh, the, the clubhouse counted out $950 in straight cash. He just won uh, a big tournament or something. And I was like, all right, cool, going to get a big tip coming. Yeah, like he just won that money from us. So I figured, do the cool yeah, thing. And I'm like, yeah. uh, give it back. And uh, so I take his order. He wanted chicken tacos and a, uh, a Windsor 7. Of that course. Drink, yes. That's what you always have with chicken tacos. Right. It, it, it pairs well. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I, his order came up to thirteen seventy-five, and uh, or thirteen fifty rather. He gave me fourteen dollars, and I'm thinking in my head, that's cool. Like you're just gonna, you know, he's got a five in his pocket. He's gonna slide that to me, and uh, I give him back his fifty cents. And I'm like, hey, thanks, dude. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming in. Nice job on the the tournament. And he goes, oh yeah, no problem. And he takes the two quarters, looks at me, and he goes, you know, if you wore a shorter skirt, you'd get, the, you'd get this. And he put the two quarters in his pocket, reached into his other pocket, and pulled out a dime and put it on the, on the bar and walked away. Classy. So that, that was one of my favorite times. <laughs> that is not a general statement about golfers <laughs> or uh, No, it's anything. just this guy. Like everyone else, at the, there was a lot of other really great people at that, uh, that golf course that were uh, very friendly and very, very uh, generous. 
Uh, but that guy was not one of them. Uh, well, that, that's the kind of person that would be a jerk, whether they were at a bar talking to a bartender, male bartender, female bartender, no matter what. Mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, any other bartender stories that, that you might have? 785-7914. That's the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. 785-7914. What was your minimum wage? Uh, we in uh, I don't know what year it was. So. Yeah, this is just this past summer. Okay. So it was uh, the like regular eight, minimum eight bucks, eight bucks an hour. Okay, because yeah. in Minnesota it's eight bucks an hour for tip workers. In Wisconsin it's two dollars and thirteen cents an hour, which is ridiculous. And that really like I I was lucky that I was working in Minnesota. That was the only way I was in uh, pretty big credit card debt. And uh, when I ended up getting this job here, I just started here in November. I was able to pay off my, like, get into my apartment only because of having a base wage. Um, for a while, I wasn't making a lot of tips, so, like, it was... Well, obviously, it was the skirts. Yeah, the skirts, yeah. Um, but, <laughs> you know, and uh, so it was good to actually have that, but to for people to be making $2.35 an hour, whatever it is, and then having to rely on tips, that is such a high-pressure to put on to a server, uh, they're already stressed. They're already running around into a hot kitchen making sure that your sandwich is the right way, uh, has three pickles because you don't want four. Like, these people are working a lot harder than $2.35 worth an hour, no matter how much you're tipping. Even with the tips? Even with the tips, yeah. Are you a good tipper when you go into uh, a, into a bar? Or? Yeah, um, that was my dad grew up in the, uh, the alcohol establishment field, and uh, he always told me that if you take care of them, they'll take care of you. And, uh, you know, I every, every since I was 21, going to the bars, I've always made sure that uh, I've, I've taken care of my, my bartenders and waiters. I, we, you know, we have some really good bartenders. Well, thank you, Decker, for that uh, for the story sharing that. I think that's enlightening. We 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 don't we don't realize sometimes what what they go through. I we've we've got a favorite bartender, uh, my sweetheart uh, Sarah and I. Uh, his name is Pito, and he's a bartender in Chicago. And my God, he can mix a wicked wicked drink. He puts things like uh, radishes in the drinks. So many things that you forget how powerful these drinks are. Yeah. Um, and and probably one of my best nights we we had we were gonna we we're staying at this hotel where this bar is and I thought, you know, we're staying there, we can have a little bit of fun. So I told Pito, I said, I want you to just wipe me out. <laughs> I don't want to just drift off into sleep. I want you yeah. to kill me man. I wanna I wanna end up uh, bloodied and bruised and battered out in the street, and boy, he did his best. Yeah, that's a dangerous thing to say in Chicago. But. Well, yes, <laughs> we were in the good side of Chicago, and uh, boy, that was that was quite a night. But we were staying uh, in the hotel, so I think that was okay. And uh, another time we went, uh, and Pito did his thing again, and that time. I don't know how, but after we had been there with uh, Pito mixing the drinks for us, I woke up the next morning and I had $98 worth of foot soap that I had somehow purchased after my visit with Pito. And I, I know. I know <laughs> Is that short for podiatrist? Right? I, don't know. I, I know that we were at the bar with Pito till at least 10:30 at night because we had to get up to Second City. For my first time seeing a, a great improv show at Second City, which, by the way, I was asked to leave uh, due to my snoring. <laughs> I believe that. So, but somewhere between Pedo and Second City, I bought ninety-eight dollars worth of foot soap. 
Still, that, still have some of that? Yeah. Yeah. How long ago? No, I did. You know what? I sucked up my pride the next day, and I knew it had to be somewhere within walking distance. So it was, it was a block away, and I just walked in. And I, I said, I, I don't need $98 worth of foot. Yeah, you returned it. I, I feel as though I had been pressured. Did you keep any of it? I, no. No, okay. I, I was know. wondering. I didn't think Did they it would be by right. the pound or what? You know, I think, if I recall, there were two or three of the sales clerks massaging various parts of me with oils and lotions and things. Um, and then Sarah was in the background just, I seem to recall lots of laughter. <laughs> I could, I could imagine. And then I worst into foot soap. Then I woke up the next morning with uh, ninety eight dollars in in foot soap. Cash back, or did you get like a gift card, <laughs> in store credit only, <laughs> or in store credit? But don't you think some of that's on them? Who in their right mind is going to buy ninety eight dollars worth of foot soap? Tattoo, yeah. Yeah, right. The, like most people, end up with a tattoo, a weird piercing. Yeah. Foot soap. Wake up next to someone they didn't intend to, and now you got foot soap. Yeah, I think that speaks volumes. Let's put things in perspective. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to wish I hadn't uh, shared that story. I was wrong. Two thirty-three an hour in Wisconsin. Oof. The federal minimum wage is two thirteen. So look at Wisconsin's doing for you. Well, and let's. Uh, here's a question, um, and I don't know how much time you've got, Decker. Um, so leave when you have to if, mm-hmm. if you do. When I leave a tip, uh, when I just add it to my my credit card. That's not as you'd prefer cash, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tax evasion. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm not. I don't want to like go into taxes or anything like that. But uh, if you if you get cash, that's a lot nicer. It's the, uh, it's just easier to deal with. Yeah. Immediately yours instead of having to go right. through all sorts of. So when you do add it to the credit card, when when does the server or the bartender see that money? Uh, as soon as on their paycheck? Oh, the, the if, I, if I add well, it to my if I add it at the end of the day, they, they print out reports. It's official then. Yeah, right. And then oh yeah, I get that. Part. Now, what's the ratio? If I if I give you a five dollar tip on my credit card, what is the equivalency to a tip? Probably get you know what I mean? Eight buck. Like a, if you get a five dollar credit card tip, would be like a three dollar. like a three dollar cash tip. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Oh. All right, so what well, we're celebrating, bartenders, it is National Bartender Day. And feel more guilty to, to, to not tip Minnesota workers tip wages versus uh, Wisconsin one based on the 400% increase in minimum wage. Well, thank you, Decker, and thank you for your service behind the bar. We do appreciate that as well. Do you have a bartender story? Do you have a favorite bartender? I don't, I don't um, really have a great you know, I, one time the guy gave me the rundown of what you do at weddings is you tip that bartender like 20 bucks to start the day. At a wedding where you're not getting, you know, okay. cash bar raise. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. You start a twenty dollar tip to start the day, and then you always find that bartender the rest of the night because he's going to stiff your, give you stiff drinks. I have a feeling Hopefully. we are putting out a lot of advice uh, that is that is not upright advice, but that's okay. What's wrong with that still, advice? <laughs> that's great advice. Twenty bucks up front, man. Hey, I'm going to come back to you. Here's. A, Twenty bucks, Let's just, and then you tip him at each time. But at, yeah. you know he's in your good graces right off the bat, right? Right. So, because you're drinking hard alcohol, you you want stiff drinks, I would assume. That's why you go to weddings. Yeah. Just for the alcohol. Get out. You I actually, I had somebody at a at our wedding reception. <clears throat> they actually came to the wedding uh, reception. They skipped the wedding, came to the reception already drunk. Oh. oh. And we had bottles of wine that we were sharing, and they went behind the bar. And took two of the bottles of wine and went and sat out on the deck by themselves, mm-hmm. 
with two of our bottles of wine for the guests. Okay. Now, they were invited, yeah. but that was still inappropriate. And thank goodness for that bartender who came up to me and said, uh, yeah, do you know those people? He's like, yes, I do. I'll mm-hmm. go out there and take care of it. So, yeah. again, the bartender coming through for us. I, I think we have some very good bartenders here in, in the lacrosse area. It is, uh, And I, I will apologize right now for any poor behavior that I have displayed in in front of any bartenders here in the lacrosse area. I, I don't think I've been too bad. It's If you've noticed, Rick, when I'm going to do the really crazy stuff, I go out of town. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> go do it someplace else. So, happy Bartender's Day. If you are a bartender, thank you so much. And any kind of a server, thanks for the hard work that you do. Um, I always tell my kids, those people are working hard so that we can not work at all. And do appreciate that kind of hard work. Um, just checking out the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Um, oh, we got this one in a little earlier, Rick. Uh, somebody wants you fired because Willie Nelson is the greatest country singer ever. Oh, he sings country? <laughs> I don't know if I'd even uh, pigeonhole him into country. I mean, he is country, but he's just one of the greatest uh, singers and, and people. And we're going to talk about... Does he have a Christmas CD? Uh, I think he does, yeah. He's done a version of Frosty the Snowman. Um, probably high, I'm guessing. So he does have that. But we're going to talk about Willie Nelson and what he's got going on these days. He was just on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon uh, last night. So we're going to actually hear a little bit of a brand-new song uh, of Willie Nelson uh, coming up in just a, a couple of minutes as Lacrosse Talk PM continues. Would love to hear your input. Uh, were you aware that Willie Nelson was a singer and sang country songs and did more than just act? Seven eight five seven nine one four. That's the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. It is uh, Lacrosse Talk PM on WIZM News Talk fourteen ten AM ninety two three FM. My favorite picture of you is the one where you're staring straight into the lens. It's just a Polaroid shot Someone took on the spot No beginning, no end You know, if I'm recording a newscast and I start out with a frog in my throat I start over and clear my throat, Willie But you can't take back Willie is 86 (laughs) And Willie is a song from Willie Nelson Well, this is a... It's an older song. Willie did not write this song. It's a cover of a Guy Clark song, but it's on his brand new album. And what I love about this song and what I love about Willie Nelson is that he is 86 years old. And listen to this. When there's a guitar solo, Willie takes it. Willie takes the guitar solo. So, And i got to tell you, his guitar is looking, in, uh, is looking older than Willie these days, but it, it still sounds so, so good. But Willie is very busy doing more than just uh, putting out an album. He's very—he's he, not one of these figurehead leaders of his company. He's got a marijuana company, and he is the uh, chief tester of all of the products. And he says that he hasn't come across one yet that he doesn't like. And I just thought, you know what? I commend Willie for actually being involved in his company. You know, there's a lot of figureheads. There's a lot of bosses out there, Rick, that just sort of sit back up in their corner office. 
with their private bathroom. I mean, if it was, and they don't do a thing. But Willie Nelson gets in there, and he's like, you know what? Before any of you have to try this and maybe have a bad experience, I am going to smoke some of this. I mean, if it was Ken and Jerry's ice cream, you would be like, yeah, I got to test this out. I would, I would test out every single scoop of that ice cream. So here's to you. Willie Nelson, 86 years old, still playing the guitar, still singing, still being Willie. Uh, the Better Hearing Center, talking text line 785-7914. Uh, let us know what's on your mind. Heidi, wa- yep, Heidi wants to talk about Willie. Hey, Heidi. Oh. Hi, Heidi. Hey, yeah, um, I actually enjoy what he's doing now more than when he was younger. Are you talking when about music or good. marijuana or me? Music, first of all. Okay. First of all, I'll, I'll touch on all those points. Music, first of all, I like it better when he sort of talks things because when he was younger, the sound and quality of his voice was so pinched and narrow, I could barely stand to listen to it, and I would switch the station every time. Um, I just, I, I just, I, his, his lyrics and everything else was fine, but just the sound of his voice was painful to listen to to me. Um, other than that, also, his history with women is disgusting. Um, yeah, sure, he wants to try his products as a CEO of his company, of course, because he's been doing that his whole life. That's great. Well, so I suppose to the people who are producing bourbon and whiskey and wine and beer and everything else. Um, and, I mean, I, I give him credit for being a long-lasting and being able to do what he does, and that's that's one of the gifts for people who are involved in music. You can keep on for years and years and years, i.e. Mick Jagger, a rock star at what in his late seventies. Um, when I was in my twenties and thirties, people joked about the fact that he'd be walking across the stage with a walker, singing his songs, and he's still out there, not with a walker, but yeah, he is. He's in his seventies doing this kind of music, and I, I, I just have a an impression of this whole era. It was a transitional era back in the late 50s, early 60s, all the way through the 60s, early 70s, and everything changed in the 80s with Madonna and Cindy Lauper and that style of music. Well, yeah. And these people are still around. That's, that's great. But at the same time, there's a lack of reality in a sense of age. Um there's a, a sense of still living like you're in your 20s, and and that's I don't know what people think of that, but to me it's like, well, you know, we're not, we're not, and there are other issues in our age that I think are being missed because young people look to older people and they see them conducting themselves and acting like they're in their 20s and 30s. I don't think it gives them a uh, hi, I apologize for that. I think uh, we hit a wrong button, but uh, thanks for your comments on, on Willie Nelson and beyond. Uh, we're talking about all kinds of things today. Willie Nelson, he's 86 years old today. Uh, hi, uh, who's this on the on the line? Jumbo's out. Hey, Jumbo, how you doing? Good. Uh, I, I don't think I have a very good connection here, but I'll try to make my point. And first of all, I, I uh, like Heidi. I think she's always got great ideas and thoughts. Uh, I'm going to comment a little bit about Willie Nelson, though. Willie Nelson is somebody who is 
one of the most talented music people in history. He, uh, the people had no concept of his uh, background and his ability. Uh, yep, I don't know if Willie has a good voice or not, but he, uh, people love to hear his voice and hear him sing, uh, and that's just a small part about his musical background. So, yeah, he's had a kind of a colorful history. People hold that against him. I got over that, and uh, I think he's made a great contribution to uh, music. Yeah, I think, well, a couple of, to a couple of your points, Tom, uh, whether or not it's a good voice, that's completely subjective, um, and... None of us are perfect, I, I, I guess. I mean, to, the, I think that's in the Bible, talking about uh, lest, lest we not be judged. So uh, thank you, Tom, for your call and your thoughts on Willie Nelson still going at it. And I, I guess the point I'm trying to make there is that uh, we can find all kinds of bad things to say about somebody like Willie Nelson or you, Rick, or about me, uh, but that doesn't take away from the the positive impact that they've had uh, doing what it is they do. All right, Ken said he's got a story from meeting Mill Willie Nelson. Oh, you met Willie? You betcha. How was it? I thought it was back in, the, uh, back in the early 90s. My sons were in the old park and rec ball game down at Copeland Park. And a uh, tour bus pulled in there, and it's just a beautiful tour bus, big mural on the side with a cowboy on a horse, and... Everybody's like, who the heck is that? Well, it was Willie Nelson, and he jumped off the bus, short little guy, and I had a chance to talk with him and get on his bus with my kids, and he uh, talked about life in general and his herbal medicines at the time, and he also uh, talked to me about being a single dad, and about a year later I got a letter in the mail from Nashville, and it was from Willie Nelson, and there were three tickets to go to the Minnesota State Fair with my two sons to see him in concert. Wow, that's a great oh, story. Oh, yeah, he's... That's an excellent story, and I'm assuming you went to the show. Oh, yeah, me and the boys packed her up that summer and went up there and saw him, so it was great. But, uh, yeah, outstanding little guy. He's only like five foot two, but he packs a punch. And he, he was coming through town or in lacrosse and just pulled into Copeland Park in his coach bus with his band members and... Was meeting and greeting people out of the blue, and it was pretty cool. That's awesome. So that's awesome. Were you a fan of his before that? Yeah, I listened to Willie and stuff, you know, and I did see the old uh, Dukes of Hazard movie with him in it and stuff. But you know, as my kids are older now, they're in, in their late twenties and stuff, but they right. still remember that. So our goal tonight is to uh, is to let Rick know uh, that Willie has done more than just. A bit part he's in more than Uncle Jesse. He's more than just Uncle Jesse. I mean, this, so. <laughs> you can't get better than Uncle Jesse. <laughs> All right, well, thanks. That's, that's correct. Thanks. Yeah, I thank you guys. Thanks for that fantastic story about Willie Nelson. This is Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm Ken Cooper. Uh, Rick is with me in the studio. This is Wisdom News Talk 1410 AM 92.3 FM, and we'd love to uh, get your input on the Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line. Uh, who is who? We got next. Music here? buff Eric from Sparta. Hey, Eric, you want to talk about Willie Nelson? Yeah, I do. Okay. I, um, uh, I, I don't even remember what year it was, but it was, uh, I believe it was the old uh, um, Mary Sear Auditorium. Oh, yeah. It was a great, it was a great song. I really liked it. And But uh, my my favorite song by him would be, uh, I think it's uh, Willie Nelson and... Uh, um, I forget the other guy's name all that kept up my tongue, but it was Luke and Black Jackson. That song was absolutely gorgeous. Was that Waylon Jennings? Yep, I think so, yep. That was the best song 
best song ever by him and uh, besides his other absolute standards, of course. But uh, anyway, I thought I'd mention that. It was a great time. Yeah, great. Uh, anytime you get uh, a chance to see somebody live, live music, there's nothing better than live music. Uh, as a matter of, speaking of which, uh, Moon, Tunes, been to one concert in my life. Moon Tunes is underway. Yep, 5.30 kickoff. Uh, Rip the things you say. Let's back up here just a little bit. You've been to one concert? One concert. Yep, same concert. I found out Jen O'Brien was at that same concert. Okay. Uh, it was 2001-ish. Okay, so let's narrow this down. Where was the concert? Uh is it Rockfest? Is that what it's called in Milwaukee? Is it? Well, Summerfest. 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 Because Summer Summer Rockfest wouldn't be Prince. Rockfest yeah, is up in Kadat. Oh, okay. Yeah, Summerfest. And it was. I'm not Prince. a big music guy. And it was Prince. Yeah, and yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he sang like four songs, and then he did. He left. Yeah. And I was like, well, and then he did an encore. He sang like one song, and then he left. He did three though. He he did three encores. Yeah. And at one point, he just had some other guy come on and play the piano for a while. And I think he had a new album out. So he only sang, like, three of his, like, you know, really popular little red, you know, those kind of songs. Yeah. And he sang some from his new album, and it was worth 70 bucks I ever spent on a girlfriend. Maybe 90 wow. bucks. Wow. 70 or 90 bucks. I'm sure the girlfriend has just as special oh, a memory. Oh, we all the way down. Yeah. Yeah, well. Um, I surprised her. So I, when we were going to Milwaukee, I was going to surprise her with the ticket. So I, I said to her, Hey, I got my sister-in-law gave me three tickets to Summerfest. So while we're visiting your friend in Milwaukee, maybe we could go over there and check things out. And so it's like a two-hour drive to Milwaukee from Appleton. She's like, you knew very well Prince was playing, and you know I love Prince, and I wanted to go. So she's just the whole time just taking, I'm just taking it the whole time on the ride home. I'm trying not to tell her, and at some point I just couldn't take it anymore. She, she's yelling at me the whole way there, which was probably a sign that we should probably break up. And then I just, at some point, I threw the tickets to her, and I was like, I Got you know, I can't say the words. Sure, <laughs> sure. sure but I please, was so please don't mad. say them, yes. Please don't was, say them. And then it was like, you go with your friend to the stupid concert. I don't want to go if you're going to be like this. And yeah, it was great concert. And never been to a concert since. Wow. Except for stuff like, mood, you know, like stuff like that when, you know, sure. I don't count those as sure. concerts, though. Well, they are. And you know what I mean? And like they're good times. You're yeah. like yeah. 50, 100 and, bucks. And you're free to get into arguments with people at uh, at those concerts as well. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't get into an argument at, at the <laughs> concert. On the way to the concert, I, I endured an hour and a half of her yelling at me about how I didn't buy her something. All right, calm down, calm Don't down. Don't tell you know me what? what to do. We are going to take a, a quick break, try to diffuse the situation <laughs> as best we can. Step away from the microphone, Rick. Step away from the microphone. This is Lacrosse Talk PM. On Wisdom News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. It's Lacrosse Talk PM. On a Thursday, that means I'm Ken. Rick is with me. Are you feeling young and wild and free? I bet Willie Nelson is, even at 86 years old. Let's get, uh, I want to get caught up on some of the things from the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Um, Tom said they call it persistence. Way to go, Willie. Uh, I'll give it to you on that one. One person asked the question, I, uh, did Willie sing a version of Puff the Magic Dragon? <laughs> we, co- we couldn't find one. We couldn't find a version of Willie singing Puff the Magic Dragon, uh, but we'll keep looking. And if he hasn't, he really, he really ought to. My favorite Willie Nelson story does not involve Willie Nelson in person at all, but uh, we're traveling with some friends there was a group of six of us in Ireland, and 
that we are separated into two different cars, and the two drivers of the cars were very competitive guys with each other. And if you've seen pictures of, of places like Ireland or been there, you know that the roads are very narrow. And usually on one side of the road, there's a very stiff hedgerow, like these 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 hedges that are like solid walls. And then on the other side is an actual wall. So there's not a lot of room to, to maneuver. And there's hills and it's dark. And so we're driving at like 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night, Ireland time, and the two guys decide that they have to beat the other one back to our hotel, which is, again, in the middle of nowhere. So we're flying through these back roads of Ireland in this little rented car on these little roads, and we turn the radio on, and there's Willie Nelson singing uh, Crazy. You know, he wrote that uh, that song, Crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're, ta- you're talking to me like I know that these are songs. Yeah, just, just... just nod your head. It's, <laughs> it's fine. So there's Willie Nelson singing the song Crazy while we're flying through these back, dark, windy, hilly roads of Ireland, and, and I distinctly remember thinking to myself, I'm going to die <laughs> listening to Willie Nelson sing Crazy in Ireland. I'm crazy. Crazy. If you've got to go, I guess that would be one of the really cool ways to go. But Willie Nelson was almost the last thing I ever heard. By the way, we won the race back to the hotel. No. So, did you even name the car that you were in? Because those cars over there sometimes are just like obscure. I have I no idea. You got to pull. I was I was too nervous. Okay. I was I was too nervous, and you didn't have to worry about driving on which side of the road on these particular roads because it was only one lane wide. <sighs> Good times. Good times. Want to talk about a couple of birthdays uh, before we get out of here today? Um, my little Sydney Bean turned ten years old. Uh, just the other day, and I tried something a little bit different with her uh, for her gift. I got her a shopping spree, and it wasn't one of those things where you can just, where I was just thinking, oh, I don't know what to get her, so I'm just going to give her money. I really wanted the experience of us going out together, having the day together. Uh, there was going to we buy lunch or dinner, whatever I, we would do, and she would have this money, and she would get to buy anything that she wants. And I told her, honey, you can you can spend all the money. On uh, on chiclets or whatever the little candies that she likes so much, whatever you want to do. So she instantly knew where she wanted to go to do her shopping. Okay. And oh my gosh, she was going through the back and forth of should I get this, Dad? How much money will we have left if I get this? And should I not do this? And and it wasn't agonizing for her, but I mean, boy, she put a lot of thought into this. And. As we're having dinner afterwards, which, by the way, is Father's Day, but we were not allowed to celebrate right. Father's Day because that happened to be on her birthday. Um, but she said, uh, I said, well, did you, did you have a good time? Did you learn anything from the experience? And she said, well, I did learn something, Dad. She said, I learned why sometimes you and Mom have to say, no, you can't have that. Because there were things I wanted to get that I couldn't get. And I just... Inside to myself, I just, I gave myself a silent little victory dance inside. So hopefully she will remember uh, that lesson that she learned on her birthday. Happy birthday to you. 
if you're celebrating today, you don't need to learn a lesson on your birthday, but sometimes it's kind of nice, isn't it? Getting ready to wrap things up here on the Crosstalk PM for a Thursday. Uh, Mike Meyer is going to be in tomorrow night. And one more birthday I wanted to throw out there for you. Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys, uh, born in 1942, also celebrating a birthday today. And the architect of this beautiful creation called God Only Knows. So happy birthday to Brian. Happy birthday to my little Sydney Bean. Uh, happy birthday to you. Uh, even if it's not your birthday, I think we should celebrate you just a, a little bit. If you're going out tonight, if you happen to be in the presence of a bartender who's working for you at all, uh, make sure you treat them a little bit better today. It is National uh, Bartender Day today. And I think, uh, I don't know what you're doing there, Rick, but uh, are we getting ready to wrap things up here on the yeah, show? we're good. Getting ready to, 20 seconds. Right, getting ready to go into uh, the news at 6 o'clock. Thank you so much, Rick. Thank you, as always, for uh, pushing all the buttons. Thank you for contributing today on the Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line. This is Wisdom News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. God